0: wow hey you all welcome to diamond and silk Chat live we're your host diamond and silk and silk Silk. diamond oh diamond okay so silk what a long day before we even get started yeah with what i call the nitty-gritty i want you all to stop right now stop and i want you to share this broadcast podcast share frank speech share Lindell tv we always say that sharing is caring and care about america what's going on you would share that's so right. Please, please, please make sure that you're sharing this information so people will know what's going on in the country because we cannot depend on corporate media anymore.
1: That's right, and we can't act like we can't see what's going on. We right. We can't act like we're in stay stuck in denial. That's right. You know what I'm saying? I got what you're saying. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's important that
0: you share. That's all right. Shout out to everybody that's watching us on Getter. Hey Getter. Cool. Hey Roku. CTA TV and rsbn shout out to all of you all that stream our content where you're watching us at we love you all thank you for your love thank you for your support if you have not downloaded the frank social app or the frank speech app please do so it's absolutely free to you Mm -hmm. download it so you can stay updated and inundated with information that's coming down the pipeline you will know before the you will know before corporate media report it. That's right. That's so they're right. not going to report it. That's right. i forgot right?
1: to mention CTA and RSBN. They have apps as well that you can download to stay updated mm-hmm. and informed. That's right.
0: Mm-hmm. So this is the underground conservative movement. Yeah. So where they won't listen to you above ground, you got to go underground. <laughs> you got to do like Harriet Tubman did. Yeah, yeah. You see yeah. what I'm talking about? I see
1: what you're talking about.
0: Okay. All right. So I want to go ahead on and get that out. Also, make sure you support MyPillow.com. Mm-hmm. Use promo code TRUMP1 to receive up to 66% off your entire purchase. Please understand the holidays are fastly approaching us. I can't believe that pretty soon going to be in November. <sighs> yes. And it's going to be Thanksgiving. Go ahead and get your shop on. The reason why I say get your shop on is because things are on sale. I love a good sale and I love buying things when they're on sale. Yes, yes, yes.
1: And you
0: yes. can get up to 66% off your entire purchase. So visit MyPillow.com, again, promo code TRUMP1, Mm -hmm. to receive up to 66% off your entire purchase. That's right. So tonight we're going to be talking to Doug Mastriano. Mm -hmm. He's running for governor right there in Pennsylvania. Yeah, We're going to have a quick chat with him. Yeah. We're also going to be talking to somebody that is about to go in and do time for January the 6th. But we got video footage that the people are not even aware of Mm. to really exonerate him. Yes. So we're going to show that tonight. We're going to talk to him by phone. And then we're going to pick up the conversation where we left off when we were talking about Kanye West. And we never got a chance to talk about Gabber. We're going to pick that conversation back up. That's right. So it's going to be a packed show. Yeah. And um, let me see if my guest is ready. Okay. So you all, I said that Doug is going to be on the show. Um, You all, he's doing some amazing work right there in Pennsylvania, take a look at this video.
2: For 30 years I, I wore the uniform of the united states army
3: one of the biggest challenges besides deployment was serving an alpha company there's a lot of pressure on these soldiers you know there
4: were suicides there and that's when doug came in and he instilled discipline
3: he took it very seriously he did not want any of his soldiers to be hurt
4: we did different things with the soldiers working with soldiers good projects things like better training stuff to keep their mind Going with a leader like that, things started to happen. I don't remember any more suicides.
3: It was really important to him to connect personally with his soldiers.
4: He did it by bringing up confidence, by bringing up standards. We'd be on a run, and. Soldiers starting to get tired. He'd run all the way around it, trying to motivate soldiers. And I kept looking back, and he'd be back. There was a soldier who was falling
2: out. but he'd sit there and go, you can do this, you can do this. And next thing you know, he'd bring them back to the flock.
3: I guess I admire most uh, Doug's tenacity.
2: And so it's important for me that I bring everyone along with me and give everyone a hope and opportunity. I want every Pennsylvania to know that I will have their back.
0: Wow. Please welcome to the show Doug and Rebe Masciana. Hi, Doug. (laughs)
2: hello thanks for having us on
0: oh my god first of all thank you for being on let's just jump right into the conversation please tell everybody how the campaign is going in pennsylvania
2: it is going fantastic i mean we have trafalgar poll has us in a virtual dead heat my opponent he's got money flying out of his pockets i mean the democrats understand how important pennsylvania is so they're really fighting hard but we have the truth on our side here. We have a grassroots movement that is absolutely superb. We, Ruby, and I just had a, an event over at an airport here in Butler County, north of uh, Pittsburgh. I don't know, four or five hundred.
3: It was a lot. It was supposed to be a meet and greet, but it grew too big for a meet and greet. It went. Um, I think before we got there, it was uh, about three hundred, so we lost track of how many. But it was it was pretty packed and very enthusiastic.
1: Well, oh, that's great. Well, let me ask you this: being out there with the people. What is the feeling like? What are people feeling? What, what type of feeling is in the air? Right. They, they
3: have a lot of hope um, coming together and, and just seeing how many um, people are really like-minded. Um, there's just so much hope out there. And they're giving in all different denominations to our campaign. Our volunteers last week. Uh, knocked on over 17,000 doors. These are completely volunteers across the state.
0: Oh, I love Interesting. it. Doug, what would you want the voters to know about you? You know, we know that the Democrats are going to pump all of this money. They're going to pump propaganda, a narrative, a lie. Lies. What is yes. it that the voters, the Pennsylvanians need to know about Doug?
2: Uh, This campaign is all about restoring freedom, just as our founder, William Penn, you know, wanted. He went to jail for his faith. He he belonged to the wrong church. He talked about Jesus too much. And when he founded Pennsylvania, he wanted to be a place where men and women could walk as free people. So, you know, this is not just talk for us. For those in Pennsylvania, they they know Revy and I led the reopen movement against the shutdown. And then, you know, I took on voting integrity and what have you here. The future of our state is at stake, the future of our nation is in the balance because Pennsylvania is is the birthplace of our country. And I do believe uh, this is the most important race in the nation, not because I'm in it, just because of our birthright, but also God has blessed Pennsylvania with such vast energy resources. If you have a governor like me, we can open up energy, and, and restore freedom, but also bring prosperity and hope to, once again to across the state. Because Revy and I went to Philadelphia without fanfare a week and a half ago. We went to the only open-air drug market in America, Kensington. And the despair and, and hopelessness there it, it is just so tangible and it's so dark and people need hope. And it, you know, Philadelphia, they've had a Democrat um, mayor since uh, for 72 years and a Democrat city council for 58 years it's time to stop believing the lies of the politicians. It's time for a change to, to bring security so your babies can go to school without being shot at. And then also there's a hope of getting out of the cycle of addiction.
0: Wow, I love it. You talk about the election a little bit, um, and I'm mentioning transparency and integrity. And we thank you so much for yes. not just ignoring that. We noticed that some politicians ignore it and it's almost offensive to we the people because we know some things may have taken place or did take place, and we don't want that to be dismissed, ask governor, when you become governor, would you reach back and go back to 2020 and, 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 and make some things, bring some things to the light so it won't look as though, you know, MAGA supporters are just sitting here just shooting the breeze. Something mm-hmm. happened in Pennsylvania, and Arizona, and Michigan. In this country. And we want to know what happened. We want transparency and integrity.
2: Yeah, I agree. You know, the election happened November third, twenty twenty, and I'm hearing from literally thousands of people from across the state of things that went wrong with their vote or their mom's vote, and people are appealing to me, say Senator Astriana, do something. You know, in Diamond and Silk, I foolishly thought that these lifelong politicians were going to do something. They didn't do anything, so I held that hearing in Gettysburg, and it kind of blew the lid off the of things. Where like, well, we got a lot of problems in Pennsylvania um Mm -hmm. i tried to get a a forensic investigation done you know vis-a-vis arizona style i had the rug pulled out from underneath me so my goal as as governor of course is to find out what happened and make sure it doesn't happen again
1: that's That's right right. you know i'm just listening to you speak as we talk about the election of 2020 and now we are in the election of 2022 do you believe that some of the Uh, nefarious things that happen in 2020 will also happen in your election as well or do you feel that
2: well you know i do have concerns you know so i am a sitting senator we tried to pass legislation to you know bring some uh, order and integrity to our election but uh our governor and and never was a governor more appropriately named governor wolf tom the wolf uh, he Mm -hmm. vetoed you know the little irony there uh, we did manage to end a few things like Zuck Bucks coming in. Uh, there's no three extra days on voting like what happened in 2020. Uh, we, we thank God the Supreme Court upheld the requirement for matching signature because that was an issue. Uh, yeah. So it's bad as 2020. There's still problems. So the way Reby and I are appealing to Pennsylvanians, if you have concerns, as I do, we need 20,000 poll watchers to sign up. So we're asking people to go to DougForGov.com, sign up to be a poll watcher. Glenn Yonkin pulled it off last year because he had, I think, 95% of the polls he had somebody there watching. And so transparency and accountability, I'm down with that, but we need help doing it.
0: Okay. Yes. So, again, so we need help. We need help watching being – we need poll watchers in Pennsylvania. Yeah. So yes. what do they need to go to sign up to be a poll watcher, Doug and
3: Ruby? They go to DougForGov.com, and they will be trained. We have a okay. training program up and already some thousands of them have
0: been trained we still need more though okay that sounds great okay now let me ask you this here did they get rid of those drop boxes or do they still have the drop boxes in pennsylvania where you can drop off your ballot so
2: it's uh you know th- that needed to end because that's not in our legislation that was created by our okay. governor and our secretary second- Hey, the governor of Pennsylvania, by the way, appoints the secretary. See, that, that's why this election so important in yeah. part. But some counties banned them and other counties still have them. So it's kind of mixed across the state.
0: Okay. So, Doug, do you all, and I'm just throwing it out there, I did this here, the same thing with Carrie Lake. Are you all watching these extra boxes, got cameras on it, to make sure nothing nefarious is happening? Because, you know, it's unfair mm-hmm. that if somebody mm-hmm. go to the poll, they vote, they do it the right way. But then they vote is replaced with a dead vote, a phantom vote, illegal alien vote. And we don't want that. We really want a free and fair election. And what I know we've been telling people is to show up the day of. Because we don't know what the left is going to do, so we have to be prepared. What are you telling people?
2: Yeah, we, we're like-minded like you. You know, we if we, we want to have an election day. But, uh, you know, if people can't make it to the polling station that day, they know they have plans, uh, please do vote. <laughs> sadly, right. in Pennsylvania we have an election season. It's not even election month. It's like five, six weeks of, of voting, which is just asking for trouble. It is. We, we like you, saw uh, 2,000 mules. Uh, it has not escaped me that over 1,000, I think 1,100 of those mules that oh. Donessa Souza found out were from Philadelphia, uh, the, the these drop boxes that are not constitutional, in my view, because it was a, you know, created out of the imagination of the Democrats, um, they, they should be monitored. And so that's obviously remains an issue in Pennsylvania.
0: Wow. Well, if
1: it's not constitutional, how can it be there? You know, they tell us these are the laws and the rules that we are to follow. We as American citizens follow those laws and those rules. But for some reason, Democrats can get away with breaking the laws and the rules and the Constitution and nobody holds them accountable so if it's unconstitutional how is it still able to be there in pennsylvania da
2: uh you want to address that
3: well we 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 would point to our democrat opponent who is the district attorney attorney Uh, attorney yeah who is allowing who is allowing
2: it yes our attorney general is my opponent and, and the guy is a complete failure let me give you some facts. Facts are stubborn things, John Adams said. On his watch for six years as the AG, crime has gone up almost forty percent. A thousand carjackings in Philadelphia. Uh, we're on track for a record high of six hundred homicides in Philadelphia. I mean, this—it's a smaller city than New York City, but it's more homicides. Yeah. Uh, instead of doing his job and protecting the people, he sued to have kids masked up. He sued to keep businesses shut down. He sued to get—he fought hard to get boys in a girls' bathroom and even mm. fought in. Yeah, the guy's a radical. Also fought in yep. Virginia this time last year and won. And we remember what happened to that 15-year-old girl in Loudoun County last year, yep. raped by a pervert guy. Uh, Dad found out it was a cover-up and confronted the school board and was hauled out in the handcuffs. And so, wow. you know, top of all this, Pennsylvania's uh, State Supreme Court is elected. And uh, five of the members, well, one passed away. So four of the seven members are Democrats and, and only two are, are Republicans. So that's part of the problem as well they they, obviously they rule normally in favor of the democrat party
3: and there's also Mm -hmm. something in 2020 uh his opponent actually got more votes than biden in pennsylvania (laughs) how the heck does that happen
2: very
0: fishy things going on anything can happen yeah um doug tell everybody how they can contribute donate door knock, put out signs and again work these polling places
2: Go to DougForGov.com. You can sign up to be a volunteer there. Don't have to be in Pennsylvania to do this. Uh, and I'll show you, please donate there. So sadly, a lot of the establishment organizations aren't backing us, even though we're on path to win this this, yep. this race, the most important race in the nation. Because the, the path to victory for for the president twenty four twenty four 2024 goes to Pennsylvania in 2022. We have to win. Failure is not an option. Yep. So the people of the United States of America, They see this is an important fight. So we've been getting donations from across the nation. So if your listeners can pitch in, we'd sure appreciate it at Uh, thugforgov.com.
1: Real quick, uh, one question. You mentioned something about our energy independency and, you know, with Pennsylvania having all of this oil and stuff. So when you become governor, what is it that you can do to start back up uh, the pipeline so that we can start – Uh, pumping oil back here into America instead of being uh, energy dependent on a foreign country who they say is our enemy.
2: Thank you. God has blessed Pennsylvania with with gold under our feet in the form of freedom gas, oil, coal. And on day one, we're going to become an energy producing state like never before. We're going to drill and dig. I'm going to roll back eight years of regulations. We're looking at building a pipeline to Philadelphia and have a modernized liquefied natural gas terminal off of the port of Philly, so we can start shipping that across the Atlantic to our to our friends in Germany and Poland and Lithuania. There's, I saw a report this week that said there's a hundred billion dollars worth of energy waiting to be bought up, and I like that. That money to come to Pennsylvania. That will provide hope and jobs and opportunities to our young people, our kids and grandkids, want to stay in Pennsylvania. Yeah be prosperous. Uh, I'm also looking at a second pipeline up towards uh, Lake Erie and uh, that will take a bit more time we need infrastructure up there but I mean it's incredible. I mean, Revy and I have visited you know many oil and uh, gas rigs and coal mines as well and uh, we just we're missing an opportunity here. the world will be safer we could drive inflation down. I know a lot of it's federal but we, we be, I'm going to implement what's called the Pennsylvania Energy Independence Act. And we can help America become more stable. We won't be begging Venezuela and Iran and, and uh, the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia for, for our resources. We, we need to produce it in Pennsylvania and uh, bring a future and a hope back to our people.
1: Oh yeah. Wow, oh God. that I know sounds if amazing. I was in Pennsylvania, I would be voting for you as my <laughs> governor. I want to be independent. I want our energy back. I want our oil back. I want people back to working. I want the crime down, the inflation down. And I believe that you are the man
0: for the job. Uh-huh. The man with the master plan. Yeah, Everybody, Doug and Rebe Masterano, listen, make sure you visit the website. Make yeah. sure you contribute. We need poll watchers there. Yeah, Make sure you go sign up to be a poll watcher. Thank you, Doug. Thank you, Rebe. We Thank appreciate you.
2: it. God bless you guys. Thank you. God bless, God bless you, you yes. too.
1: Yes. And make sure you overvote the chief. That's right. Uh-huh. So make yes. sure you show up at the polls
2: yes. to
0: vote. Listen, when we come back, you all, we're going to tell you about this guy. He got video footage to, to exonerate him, mm-hmm. from my understanding. We'll talk about that more. We'll be right back with more Diamond and Simple Chit Chat Live. Don't forget about Grave Care You Are, where they break down healthcare barriers to save you time and money. Mm-hmm. Go to GraveCare.com, use promo code TRUMP1 to sign up for your first bundle. If you're having problems when it comes to these hospitals, when it comes to these doctors, it's not just about the pandemic, it can be about anything. GraveCare.com, use promo code TRUMP1 to receive a discount. Also, don't forget about the hypochlorous body spray. Yes. If you wanna keep pathogens, viruses and bacteria at bay, go to cbspray.com and get your hypochlorous spray. If you haven't gotten your potassium iodine, if you need hydroxychloroquine, or if you need ivermectin, go to drstellamd.com and We've been talking about the circulatory system or how it it affects and impacts everything. Go over there to The Dr. Artist Show Mm -hmm. and pick up something for that. Everything, use promo code TRUMP1. Now listen, I know what everything I said, I don't want you to get a little hasty, but Mm -hmm. I want you to go over there and get you some tasty at mystore.com. Get the My Coffee, the pods. They are available. Even get you a nice coffee cup. You can get that at mystore.com. Use promo code Trump1 Mm -hmm. to receive a discount. That's mystore.com. Right. I say the best part to
1: waking up is not being woke, but being awake with (laughs) With my my coffee. coffee.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love it, y'all. I love it. So make sure, but also don't forget about mypillow.com. Use promo code Trump1 to receive up. Do 66% off your entire purchase over there. Don't forget about our book, UprisingMyStore.com, promo code TRUMP1. Don't forget about our bumper sticker and our T-shirt. It took 2,000 mules to install one jackass. Mm -hmm. diamondandsoup.com. use promo code TRUMP1 as well. Yeah. Okay, you all, so please make sure that you go over there. First of all, make sure that you support uh, Doug Mastriano, Paul Watcher's con- contributions. Yes. This is what we call grassroots efforts. That's right. So please make sure you visit the website. And also, don't forget, you can visit our website, diamondinsixstore.com. Get your T-shirt or a bumper sticker. That's right. Okay. I want to show you all. Silke, come am going too fast. First. No, you're good. You're good. You're I want to show you all this video. Uh-huh. You know, a lot of stuff is jumping off when it comes to January 6th, people are still uh, being charged. People are still- Being railroaded. Railroaded and going to court. But I want y'all to take a look at this video and then we'll talk, take a look at this.
5: Thomas Webster is a decorated Marine an NYPD police officer of 20 years, a family man and a patriot. He's a proud father of three, He served his country in the 1st Battalion, 6th Marine Regiment. Tom is known as a cheerful man, a respected pillar in the community, and he's known for his love of family. Tom was a decorated infantryman with three overseas deployments, receiving a slew of medals, ribbons, and commendations. Tom was a decorated NYPD officer who trained hundreds of recruits and served in prominent positions. And he's going to jail for 10 years for assaulting a police officer on January 6th. Tom turned down a plea deal. He was provoked and there was video evidence to prove it. So the government withheld Capitol camera footage until one week before trial. On January 6, 2021, Tom Webster attended his first ever political protest. At 2 p.m., he arrived at the Capitol, and he went over to the West Terrace, where the crowd was told that there was going to be a speech. As Tom walked closer to the protesters, the reality of the situation began settling in. We're being attacked by our own country. We're being attacked by the police. We're being attacked by people that we back, and they're attacking us unprovoked. So you're walking around, and you're seeing women crying. You're seeing fully grown men crying, praying to God. You're seeing people running around, wiping their eyes with tear gas in their eyes. You're seeing people who can't breathe.
6: God damn it, we need them! Let's go! Fucking shoot it! Go! Shoot! Shoot! The fuck!
5: The smoke grenades started coming down. The rubber bullets were shot. The tear gas was burning. People who were covered in blood, who have rubber bullets in their face. This is what you were walking around witnessing in actual disbelief women being shoved, women being pushed, kids crying, people being beaten by police, people running around with blood on their faces. He was watching his fellow Americans literally being bombarded with grenades, with tear gas, with pepper spray, with rubber bullets, all of these being peaceful protesters. He sensed the terror around him, and it was almost like he felt he had no choice but to walk up to that gate. At 2.28 p.m., Tom Webster walked up to the police line in complete disbelief. Webster approached the barrier to voice his First Amendment rights. The officer reacts with aggressive shoving instead of de-escalation. The officer looks up at Webster's Marine Corps flag. Webster does not expect the officer to start pushing After looking at Webster's flag, the officer initiates contact. The officer pushes Webster. The push can be seen from several camera angles. The officer lunges over the barricade. The officer reaches over the police barricade, lunges and pushes Webster multiple times. Several pushes can be seen at various angles as the officer lunges over the barricade. Frustrated by the officer's repeated escalation of physical contact, Webster pushes the bike rack. With a deliberate wind up, the officer punches Webster hard in the face with a gloved hand. Webster said that the punch hit like a freight train and he was seeing stars. The officer testified that he attempted to push Webster's shoulder and slipped, hitting his face. Webster then reacts to the hit in self-defense, swinging his flag at the rail gate, never making contact with the officer. The officer crosses the gate to re-engage Webster. Webster is backed away from the police barrier and he reacts to the officer coming towards him. Webster waves the officer to stay away. Webster believes the officer is after him. The officer crossing the gate rail and grabbing the pole away from Webster. This officer initiated the physical contact. So Webster said he feels the crowd moving forward and feels pressure from a right-handed man behind him. Tom testified that he felt the need to defend himself. The officer rams the flagpole twice into the side of Webster's face and mouth. You could see the pole in Tom's face. Webster says he pushed up the officer's gas mask, but he did not strike him. officer provokes, taunts, pushes, and strikes Webster in the face. So the officer testified that he did not make any hand gestures. The officer testified he didn't punch Webster and he said that his hand slipped. This police officer didn't even file a report, a police report, and that he doesn't even remember the situation. The judge called it a touch, but when it came to the police officer punching him in the face, it was just a touch. Thomas Webster is your typical American hero. Decorated Marine, 20-year police officer in New York City, unblemished record, and he's going to jail for 10 years for assaulting a police officer on January 6th. These are, you know, people that are here to stand up for the Constitution, for voter integrity. The type of guy, law enforcement, military, that have a certain type, masculine, have a certain type of mentality, that aren't afraid to stand up to the government.
0: Wow. Please welcome to the show by phone, Thomas Webster. Hi, Thomas. Hey.
4: Hello, Diamond and Silk uh, and your audience. uh, Thank you so much for this opportunity and uh, allowing me to share this experience with you. And uh, spending my last night with my family at home before I turn myself in tomorrow. And uh, just gonna share this with your audience and, and, and you ladies. And um, thank you again for getting the facts out of what actually happened in, in relation to my case. Uh, uh, it's just heartbreaking to know in the very beginning these videos were hidden from me until a week before my video of my trial. And um, we just thought we had a really good fighting chance going forward and uh, you, you see the evidence that the jury saw. And uh, I really thought we had a good shot at it. And, um, you know, it's tough, it didn't go our way.
0: So let me so let me ask you this here, was the jury able to see these videos or because you got a hold of the video so late, you didn't have a chance to prepare for a defense when it comes to the videos? Well, the video scene is, I think is what I'm asking.
4: Yeah, I wanna just add a little bit more to that by saying that. Camera shot from 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 the elevated position is a is a known uh, camera um, security camera inside the Capitol. It was available on January seventh, 2021, the day after it was available. Um, throughout my whole process with status hearings, um, w- just interacting with the judge, my whole argument has always been. I was taunted, and I was punched in the face really hard. And the entire time, the prosecution sat back, didn't say anything. And they offered me a plea deal of eight years, and I still didn't see that video. And I said, no, I told my lawyer, you know, he didn't believe me. I said, it's, it's, I can't do this. Like, you know, there's got to be something out there. I denied that plea deal, and I continued on with my trial. And when we went for our preliminary hearing a week before my trial started, we checked in to the DOJ or whatever office we had to go to, and they told my lawyer, we got one more piece of video for you, but go home. We'll, we'll email it to you. And we had no idea what that, what, what still what the video was. But a few days later, on a Monday, we received that video a week before the trial started, and we had very little time to prepare for the trial to enhance it and show all the hand gestures and the punch uh, you know, in more um, detail.
0: Thomas, let me ask you this here. When you went to protest, what was the mood in the crowd? Was these Trump supporters? Were they patriots? Yeah. Or did it seem like the crowd was being taken over by some other type of entity or force?
1: Yeah.
4: Well, let me share a little piece of information I haven't shared with anybody. I stayed for the entire Trump speech back at the Ellipse. I was in no rush to get down to the Capitol. I was just like, you know, this is nice, it's fun, it's goofy, and whatever. About 10 minutes after, 10 minutes after Trump's speech, maybe you want to say 12 minutes, I had a young kid run up to me and show me a video of people, he came up to, hey, they're breaking into the Capitol, check out this video. And I'm looking at the kid's phone and it shows like, an elevated camera position overlooking a bunch of windows and people running through a window straight through like a flash and i said to myself how is it that you have that ca-? i said to the kid how do you how do you have that camera shot and um the kid he's like well we got it on facebook it's facebook live or something like that and um the, i was like that's a security camera video shot. how did you get that and the kid very abruptly ended the conversation and walked away I mm. didn't think anything of it. Yeah. And there's a lot of these stories. And, uh, you could put me uh, on a lie detector, whatever you want, as long as I got somebody to represent me. But uh, I, we believe brushed you. It, I, I brushed it off. And because everybody was, back in the Ellipse was still in a good mood. We were all hanging out. I was shocked to see how many people came from all different you know, corners of the country, so to speak. And um, yeah, walking down to the Capitol, everybody was in like a fun, joyful mood, but mixed in there. There were a couple people that were kind of like just a little upset and agitated. I didn't think anything of it. As I got closer to the Capitol, people were just all over the place. I mean, it was just like there was no fencing up, there were no announcements. People were just everywhere. And I just started to kind of paused down by the street. And and the, and the consensus was if you want to go inside, go this way. And people were actually talking out loud about what, what you can do and where to go, and they're actually just letting people inside go this way. I mean, go to the um, I think that would be the north side. And I said, well, I really don't want to go inside. And I looked over to my right, the west side, and I said, yeah, and the, and the consensus was people were talking about a speech being given. And I said to myself, I'm just going to walk over here, stay outside, and listen to a speech. And people were hanging out down below picnic, ch- uh, picnic chairs and just hanging out, blankets were out. And um, a couple flashbangs went off over by the north side, so I felt like I was going in the right direction. But as I was getting closer, I was, you know, I started to see. I remember back up just a little bit. I had one person tell me, "Hey, be careful!" They're they carried a couple people out, and I'm thinking when, uh, maybe when, some-
0: when they carried the people out, were they carrying people out of the capital?
4: Well, that the only that that, that was uh, only a, a communication verb, a verbal communication to me from like another protester, like like, hey, they're carrying people out. Be careful, and I just thought like maybe somebody you know sprained an ankle or something like that. Um, oh. It wasn't like such a big deal. There wasn't that much gas in the air down below.
5: Okay, so okay, okay.
0: So okay let me ask. You. I,
4: I, I, yeah, go.
0: Ahead. I just need to ask you a few questions here. Yeah. Were there secure? You know, when you have an event and they have security oh. to make sure that the place is secure. Was there security, or did you just see a few Capitol Police?
4: I did not see one cop. And I, here's what I testified to on the stand. I said, if I if I hear an announcement over th- that PA system at the Capitol, I've heard it before. It sounds like a rap or rock concert type of level. There is no denying hearing it. So I said to mm-hmm. myself, if they don't want us here, they'd be, like, repeating these announcements. Their crowd right. control policies would be followed, you know? Um, if a cop told me to turn around, I would turn around. Um, if I saw a sign no or a cop, fence... No cop,
0: no, cop, no, no police, no security told y'all you had to get off the premises, you no. have to get off the property.
4: No. Well, the, if you if you and, say for that whole speech, there was no cops, there was no signs, there was no fencing at all. And... Uh, so I just walked up thinking that there was going to be a speech given.
0: And, okay, let me and, let, let me ask you, let me ask you one more thing, darling. I don't mean to cut you off. Did yes, you see any ahead. liberal media? Did you see any liberal media like CNN, MSNBC, NBC, ABC, CBS? Did you see corporate media out there? Who was filming all of this stuff?
4: It's really weird. It was almost like an incognito type of filming. Um, the, the, like you had some, some guys in there with some high-end type of uh, filming equipment, but they were like kind of like plain clothes, like not, uh, without any marking or any indication as to who they represented. Um, you know, as, as I'll describe later, but as the day progressed, I was like, this is a setup. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, when I kind of like late couple hours into it, there was just too much shady stuff going on. And I started to think back. I thought back to the kid that I saw at the ellipse. You know, I thought back to a few other things. And uh, I, I, you know, kind of like figured it out, you know, unfortunately a little bit too late. But yeah, there's a lot of suspicious activity that was going on. And it dawned on me a little bit too late. There was too much emotion at the time in the beginning to really filter that into it or compute it into, you know, what we were protesting, you know? And, okay. uh,
0: so the cop that you got into the altercation, he got into yeah. an altercation <clears throat> with you and hit you and all of that kind of <clears throat> stuff. Um, uh, do, did, <clears throat> he didn't file any type of report that there was some type of assault or anything like that.
4: Right. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I just walked up to what I saw. You know, you see these police barriers. I mean, to me, that's like a international, like, uh, uh, you know, a sign and symbol of like, this is where the protest is. There's the barriers. And, you know, this is as far as you can go. So that's what I was thinking. And what we didn't make sense to me was, well, if this is the protest, why are they gassing and, and, and hitting these um, folks with these rubber bullets and making he- yeah. headshots? You know, so, yeah. And I'm so also here up- that they were
1: throwing smoke grenades. They were throwing smoke grenades <laughs> as well. Oh, no, they were they were
4: just
1: here's what. as I was
4: walking up, I'll back it up just a little bit when I testified to this. and I'll never forget it. The, the couple had to be at least 70 years old and they were crying. They were upset. And the woman had blood all over her face. And they were like, why are they doing this to us? Why are they doing this to us? I mean, the crowd was such a mixed bag of people, everything from kids. I mean, there were strollers in some places a little bit lower down. And, and like elderly people, this is this wasn't like just like a fighting age group of men and women, there's elderly people there. Mm-hmm. And they were being injured. And it's, this is no exaggeration, you know, and uh, it was it was tough to watch. And I yeah. just knew I mean, you think about it, <clears throat> you're, you're shooting from a you're shooting rubber bullets from an elevated position. And, and you're shooting a distance that has to go over your officers bodies or or heads. And then you're from that elevated position, the only impact area is going to be your upper body area, you know?
1: but, but what so, was the reasoning? what do you think the reasoning for them even shooting the rubber bullets was for what what was the crowd doing for them right. to even uh, for it to be warranted for them to shoot the rubber bullets? I, I,
4: I did, well, here's you know you know I, I was in I was in the DC jail for for a little bit, and I had a lot of time to research uh, crowd control policies of other police departments. And they're so strict with all their, you know, steps that they have to follow, uh, announcements, warnings, um, time to egress, the protest area. None of that was, these guys were just taking pop shots. I mean, the mood was like, what are you guys, you know, and here's the other thing. You had the guys with the bullhorns saying, you know, kind of like inciting things a little bit. Whether they were good actors or bad actors, not sure, but certainly they were helping to kind of like, you know, keep the mood down
1: the escalator. Um, yeah. And when I was looking at just looking at the video, I'm looking at the the people that's supposed to be the officers and of technical gear, it, it really looked very, very, very suspicious to me. Now yeah. I understand yeah. that they sentenced you to ten years for assaulting an officer, an officer that didn't even report an incident on you. Yeah, I'm so,
4: Yeah, I gotta get back to that. Yeah, there's there's required reports that that have to be filed. Now, some you know, law enforcement, some old-timers might say, nah, you guys aren't going to do that with an incident like that. I can tell you right now that these guys put those reports in. I found an incident uh, in relation to one of the 2020 um, um, incidents in D.C. Uh, when all the riots were going on, and I, I found a graph. I stumbled upon it, but sure enough, they're filling out these reports for OC spray, and that's where the majority of the reports were for, and mixed mm-hmm. in there and mixed in there were a couple of strike reports, strike, strike. You know, they, that is a required report that um, it's very strict regulations that they have these days. These guys, you know, they really you know, are required to do a lot of. You know, and also from like a law enforcement perspective. You can ask any cop, what are you going to do to CYA yourself? If you put that report in and you articulate the reason why you use that force, you're good. You don't put that report in and something jumps off you're in a little bit of a pickle, you know? Yeah, so...
1: But there's no report with your name on it.
4: No, there's no report. Um, he didn't even report it to be investigated. I have look, look. Uh, I have a whole dictation of a Thomas, uh, uh, the investigation with a detective from the Metro PD, and he, he writes in his report, he's investigating another incident with this officer unrelated to mine where he was injured. <laughs> right. Okay, so the detective says, "Well, just for curiosity reasons, it was such a crazy day. I went back and I looked at the rest of his body camera footage. This is interesting. He so he goes back and he's he's writing down what he's seeing, and then I was uh, and then he writes down. I was surprised to see this guy. No, I'm paraphrasing. This guy in a red jacket come after um, the officer, and uh, I and then he writes. I'm going to notify or contact this officer." And then I have the letter, the letter of him contacting the officer, let's talk, let's talk about this, I'm here to help. And then the next letter is the whole recording of the conversation. And <clears throat> when the detective says, hey, what about this dude in the red jacket? The officer says, oh, I forgot about that. And I have it in my discovery. He says, I, told, I forgot about that. With all the stress and everything else, um, I have to go back and look at my body camera. No.
0: thomas thomas let me ask you this here H- have you thought about yeah. appealing this have you thought yeah. about this
4: that's uh, the whole advantage to uh going to trial <clears throat> uh, is to have that availability to uh, 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 uh to appeal the case so but you know the kind of like judge lay, you know lay down the uh the ground rules called me a liar and he said he told me i wasn't punched. He, went, he saw, the, he saw he, my face was touched, and I'm holding my hand what? up right now. My hand, my, my, my head, my head was touched. He said, uh, "By by his hand," and that was the
1: wording that he used.
4: You weren't punched; what about you were the touched.
1: that was shoved in your face. What about the pole that was shoved in your
4: yeah. face? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, that? you know, it's really scary because you know, I, you know, the cop wasn't hurt. I mean, I was. It was like something you would find out on like a football field, scrimmage field, or whatever, where you know two players might go. What happened afterwards, a punch was horrible. But um, all I did was I never struck him. I just goosed him with the gas mask and flipped it up a little bit. And uh, the pain that I was that I felt that that from that punch, I'll never forget it. And if, I don't know if there was something in his glove or whatever, but the funny thing is well, not funny the. Interesting thing also is he, when we were down on the ground, he punched me again. There's a video of it.
1: Yeah.
4: And, and also you know, somewhere,
1: you know, you had people from the back, I don't know if this was infiltrators or whatever, kind of pushing yeah. and shoving the crowd forward and so forth, oh, oh, and yeah. somebody was, yeah. was pushing you forward.
3: Yeah, yeah.
4: there one fellow there with the red jacket. You know, it's one of those instinctive reactions for anyone in, especially with a military background. You know, you start feeling pressure on your shoulder. That, you know, that's an instinctive reaction is to go forward. Yeah. And uh, I felt the energy of the crowd. I saw him standing there. Right, We never it's not like we lost eye contact. He's standing there. I, I called it like a gladiator position. But now here's the thing. <clears throat> He's standing there with half of my pole. It's broken in half. It's got a sharp edge on it now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was like, and you could see what happened to me. Um, he was He was yeah. ramming it in my mouth like a horse bit. And I still, all I did was just lift the gas mask up a little bit. Um, he didn't report any injuries. He did show up to he did show up to trial, and they showed some cell phone like home cell phone pictures of his thighs that looked like he was like beaten in the thighs with a sledgehammer, and wow. they were trying to pin. I was like,
0: wait a minute, wait,
1: where did this come from? Can we make a?
0: Sometimes it looks like this is a whole full fledged story. I'm just telling you, I'm looking at the footage. The footage does not, I mean, it just, it doesn't, it looks like, you know, this is, it's almost like a take for tax. Like, you know, I see prosecutorial misconduct Mm -hmm. here. If the jury could not Mm -hmm. see this evidence, you know, I see a violation of his civil rights and constitutional rights
4: here. Well, thank you. God bless you. I mean, uh, I I, want to say this one thing, Uh, you know, I was a police officer in the Bronx and I, I can, you know, things can things can happen very slowly, even though they happen quickly. And when wow. I got hit, when I got hit in the head, I got hit hard and I, I thought it was a nightstick. Um, I immediately thought of the only time in 20 years that I struck somebody in the head. And I've had a few hundred alter, uh, interactions with, uh, with the public, so to speak. And it was, it was only after somebody beat the, you know what, out of his wife, knocked out a cop, knocked out my sergeant to the ground, and started going for his gun. And before I hit him in the head, I utilized this, like, the police academy BS type of, you know, grabbing moves or whatever, um, grasping moves. And that didn't work because it was a hot summer day. He didn't have a shirt on, so it wasn't effective. And that's the only time I hit somebody in the head. And wow. to think that this guy would do that to me, and after taunting me, you know, I don't, want, I don't want to overlook what he did when he, you know, you train, you know, like 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 you said, I trained these kids, hundreds of them, and you mm-hmm. train them to look for clues to de-escalate. Right. When he when he looked up at my flag, I said, Here he comes. He's gonna he's gonna pull things down. Everything's good, and also he starts pushing me. <laughs> it's like, Oh, you know, it's almost like. When you're driving with your teenager and they're driving and they come to a stop sign and they hit the accelerator, you're like, whoa, 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 what's right. this? Yeah. You know? right. Um,
0: right. I mean right.
4: that's a time when you let,
0: you let know. me ask you this here. Thomas, let me ask you this here. How can our audience, how can they support you? What can they do moving forward?
4: Well, I uh I, I just would love to support and just share the video, just share my story. No cops, no, a cop, the cop wasn't hurt in this incident. And, and there's a lot more to this story. If mm-hmm. you would read Tara's, if I could say her name, uh, article that she wrote on the Gateway Pundit, you have to look for it. It might be a second or third page by now. You would be shocked to know the backstory of this incident. Wow.
0: Wow. And, Thomas uh, Webster, thank
4: you. Yes. Yeah.
0: Thank thank you you you. so much. Thank you. Thank you you so much for just
4: prayers. Just prayers for support would be nice. That's all I'm asking. Thank you.
0: You you are in our prayers. prayers.
4: (laughs) Thank you, ladies. God bless you.
0: God bless bless you. you. You're in our prayers. You You have our support. And I know that God is going to turn this around very quickly. Yes. Love you, Thomas Webster. Thank you so much. Thank you. Love you too, ladies. Thank you. Praying for you and your family. Right. I just, I'm so lost. Yes. for words when I see how our justice system is targeting people Yep. and the number one thing should have been did this police officer write a report if this
1: police or have officer, a complaint huh didn't write a report and didn't None have a complaint this mm-hmm. shouldn't have even been walked to the that's right and let's remember that Tommy Tom Thomas or Tom Webster is a U.S Marine veteran uh, 20 years uh, in NYPD police officer. Uh, as a uh, NYPD police officer, a husband, and a father of three uh, wonderful children, um, and he will be turning himself in tomorrow right. to serve 10 years for for what they say they found him guilty of assaulting an officer, an officer that didn't even write a report mm-hmm. of being assaulted. Yeah. But then you can see people assault people out here on the street. Yeah, they let them back. They out. let them back out. Okay, so mm-hmm. you all, let's we're gonna uh, keep our ears to the ground as it pertains to this situation we got you know uh-huh. yeah uh-huh. a few minutes here if you want to talk we got about... a few
0: minutes yep. should I yeah. go to commercial or just no, let's, let's go, go ahead, and ahead. And talk. let's go
1: ahead on and, and
0: okay talk. you also yeah last night you all. know <gasps> no, we was having a conversation about Kanye West uh-huh. there is an update because it looks like it's being alleged that one of his banks have canceled all of his account I think he have until the middle of November to start moving his money out so whenever you know, when they go woke, they go broke, mm-hmm. but whenever you start to talk, they want to stalk and take away your uh a way of using them in some kind mm-hmm. of way. To wow. me, that is a violation of Kanye West's uh civil rights and again his constitutional rights. It is a form of discrimination. It's straight up discrimination. And I hope he's a billionaire he should be able to sue. But I want to get into the third video. Okay. Okay. Look. Logan, can you play the third video from last night? Let's talk about it. Mm-hmm.
4: Why, why do you think that's so, and, and I assume the implication is, of course, all lives matter because they're lives, because God created them.
7: Yeah.
4: Why do you think that that would be considered controversial?
7: Because the same people that have stripped us of our identity and labeled us as a, as a color have told us what it means to be black and the vernacular that we're supposed to have.
0: Wow. Okay. So he's right about being stripped of our identity. You know, if you've listened to Diamond and Silk, we always say how they want to brand different communities. Like if Diamond and Silk was sliding up and down the pole, doing a Cardi B, showing our breasts, Mm -hmm. uh, going to have our bodies altered, then they will prance us around in liberal media. They will prance us around everywhere. Mm -hmm. But because we don't operate like that, we get the, you a coon, you this, you that.
1: That's right. You see what I'm saying? And one uh, uh, important point that he made is how they label us as a color. Right. And see, with these different labels, that's a way to keep people divided. Right. And and keep you in small groups. Right. Because then it would be easier for them to control that's you. That's right. It's basically what he is saying, and what we have been talking about for a very, very, very for a very long, long time. time. That's right. Yes. And so, with a person like Kanye calling this out or even individuals like Diamond and Silk Mm -hmm. that has been calling this out, the left uh, liberals, a lot of them hate that. They hate to see you be able to figure out what they've been doing to the community, Mm -hmm. to Americans Mm -hmm. for all of this long time. And then now when you have that great awakening and you're like, oh, I see now what they've been doing. Uh And then it's like, oh, they don't woke up. We're going to have to take and shut them down. Silence you. Yeah. Uh. uh
0: shut you down. Right. Uh, 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 take your social media accounts right. and hide them. Right. Shadow ban We're going to take away
1: your money. Uh-huh. We're going to take away your, your way of living uh, 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 so that you can survive out here. Mm-hmm. We're going to take all of this away so you can shut up. And then it's just like back in slavery, how they beat the biggest, strong black man. To an inch of his life. Within an inch of his life. In front of the family In and the rest front, of
0: everybody else.
1: So that they can show everybody else, you don't want to cross that line with me. Because mm-hmm. if you do, then this can happen to you. And when I look at how they did Mike uh, Lindell, mm-hmm. how they try to take away his business, mm-hmm. uh, ruin his business, because he, don't, he choose not to toe the line with the left mm-hmm. just look at how they're doing this right here modern day lynching is uh-huh. what it that's is. exactly what it is modern
0: day lynching in front of the people that's right and then you silence the people yeah because the people would be afraid to speak out again i'm glad that kanye west is speaking out i'm glad we continue the conversation from last night you all did email uh-huh. but again he is speaking out he is stating the obvious yeah and the bank closing down his account. account this man is a billionaire that tells you everything you need to know. This corporate, this corporate media, uh-huh. these corporations, these big tech social media mm-hmm. think that they can run the country and they can do it their way. Their way. And forget about our rules and our laws. Right. They don't care about discrimination. Uh, uh, equity is the cold word now for discrimination
1: and racism. Right. Right, mm-hmm. and then the sad thing is they wanna make you think that they're doing something for you mm-hmm. when all they're doing is lying to you. That's right, uh-huh. That's, that's all they're doing. Again, a lying big psychological yeah. uh, manipulation.
0: Yep. I have another video, yeah, on you all. Yeah. Take a look at this.
7: And what they do is for people that have some form of influence, whether it's an educated black woman like my mother, that became the head of the English department at Chicago State University, or whether it's the most influential uh, white woman on the planet, being my ex-wife, they have people that are around them at all times telling them what to be afraid of. It's like not what to do or say specifically, it's what to be afraid of. And if you have a person that isn't afraid of them, you know, like, uh, Russell Brand or yeah. Candace Owens. Right. Or, it's not that we have to agree right. no. with this, but they're not afraid. They're not afraid to state what their opinion is. Yes, everyone. No one is God, and everyone has an opinion.
0: Wow, yeah. everybody has an opinion. Yep. No one is God, and see when you can state the obvious, mm-hmm. they don't like that, so they do everything they kind of they can do to disparage you right. and demean you and even deny you what you should have. I thought we were supposed to obtain the American dream, mm-hmm. but we can't obtain the American dream when we have these world well, corporations giving us the dream and yeah. then take it back when they don't like what you what say. you
1: say and see like he said as an influencer they tell you what to be afraid of mm-hmm. all right you got to be afraid of this you got to be afraid of that yeah but see when you see a diamond and circle we not afraid mm-hmm. to go toe-to-toe against the status quo see, let me tell you something they don't like that no. when we
0: came out in 2015 uh-huh. these folks wish they could control us right when we wrote our book i believe it was 2019 2018 uh-huh. 19 they wish that they could control us. Uh-huh. Hollywood cannot control a diamond and a... And they know they can. They know they can. And they know they can. And we won't right. allow them to do it. That's but right. this is how the country is being ran, you all. Mm-hmm. These woke people have control over the people that have all of this money, and they can't even speak. They can't even speak. They can't tell you the truth about how they feel. Listen, this is a court. This is being alleged. That Morgan Chase Bank is the one that's shutting Kanye's money down. His account. His accounts. His accounts down. For what? For what? For because you don't like his speech. That is a form of discrimination, and that is a form of violating his constitutional right. That's right. Is what what you're doing here. Yep. Uh But this is the way it goes. This is how it is in America. And if you don't start telling truths, yeah. we're going to always end up here. And see,
1: that's Kanye. I'm talking about any American that any bank choose to shut down because right. they don't like the narrative that they choose to go along with Mm -hmm. or the way that they choose to speak Mm -hmm. is a violation.
0: It is a violation. Period. Uh, You just discriminated against this black man Uh because this black man speaking out. So what you gonna do is you gonna try to set the example like the slave master did back in the day. Uh You will make an example out of Kanye. You'll call him crazy, do nefarious things uh-huh. to him, demean him because you want the rest of us to go along with them, along with it. The only thing I'm going along with is truth. And if it's not truth, I'm calling y'all asses out on it. That's right. Period. I don't care what none of you say. Period. You don't have to like Kanye. I didn't tell you to like him. I didn't tell you to love him. Let me tell you a quick story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you told me the story years ago. Mm-hmm. There was a hungry man that wanted some food. Yep. And he asked God, Lord Jesus, please give me some food. Please send me some please food. Please send me some, some food. food. So what God did was he sent him some food through a prostitute. Uh-huh. Where well, the man was so heavily bound that he was no earthly good. Mm-hmm. He would not accept the food from the prostitute right. because he looked at her as unclean, she was a prostitute.
1: Uh-huh. You
0: see what I'm talking about self? Yeah, but he was still hungry. He was still hungry, uh-huh. but he wouldn't accept that food from that prostitute. But he prayed to God. God, give me, me some, some food. food. You know, and I know God took two little fishes and five loaves of bread and uh-huh. fed uh the uh-huh. fed fed people. Uh-huh. But the deal is, I guess he was looking at it that way. This is how it should be done. First right. of all, get out of your way on how you think something should be done. Right. So then he went to God, God, mm-hmm. I thought you was going to bless me with, some, with food. some food. You see, I'm down here, Harvey. Uh-huh. He said, I did. Uh-huh. I sent you a prostitute uh-huh. to give you some food. You wouldn't even take it from the prostitute. Yeah. I,
1: you well, are- Basically, I sent you some food. Mm-hmm period through you the, didn't like that it was through a prostitute and because you didn't like th- because it was through a prostitute you, you
0: missed out on your blessings well, you, you missed out on your food that's right i said that to say stop judging people based on uh, their past mm-hmm. based on who they are tied to mm-hmm. if they telling the truth right now in this moment let's stay in the moment, moment. Right. and if they telling the truth right now in this moment mm-hmm. that's what we need to be talking about that's we right. need to call out some obvious and the truth How is it that this billionaire can't say what he need to say? Now he's getting canceled all over the place. How is it that Diamond and
1: Silk can't say what they need to say and we are American citizens? That's right. We were born on this. How is it that a Lily Mae white
0: man, Uh a white liberal, Uh up there calling himself running the country, can demonize us as Americans that love American First Policy uh-huh. as extremists and domestic
1: terrorists. And And, not, nothing and nobody sad. say nobody anything nothing about that. And nobody say anything about that hate that he's feeling uh-huh. against American citizens. Yeah, uh huh. You he know, we could Yeah, we wanna talk about Toss Together. We we'll will talk, talk about her tomorrow. tomorrow and I got something to tell
0: you all about President Trump, what they trying to do. I just seen something to come across the feed. We'll pick, we'll it talk, up we'll tomorrow. pick that up tomorrow, okay? Yes. Listen, every day at 1121 a.m., we pray. We pray for you. I hope you're praying for us. Prayer changes things. Pray for President Trump and his family. Yes. Pray for Thomas, you all. Yes. Pray for Thomas, Wester, all of the January 6th, you all. Yes. Pray for our country. Yes. Just pray for each other, mm-hmm. all right? Yes. Okay, y'all, so hey, we was just coming to give y'all the 211. We call it the 211 because it's two of and us. we the ones giving it to you. So in the meantime and in the between time, we will see you all next time. Right here on Diamond and Silk Chit Chat Live.
6: Bye-bye. Bye.
4: You're watching lindell tv
5: hey y'all hey we're
0: diamond and silver mm-hmm. we heard y'all been looking for us that's what we heard well let me tell you where you can find us tell you can now find us on frank speech monday through friday 9 p.m central 10 p.m eastern uh-huh. that's
1: Frankspeech.com. we want to see your face in a place
6: Hello, I'm Mike Glendale and I want to give each and every one of you one last chance to get my original my slippers go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get your very own my slippers for only $49.98. That's $90 off and the biggest savings ever. What makes my slippers different is my exclusive four layer design that you won't find in any other slippers. My slippers patent and layers make them ultra comfortable, extremely durable, and they help reduce stress on your feet. Not only that, they come with an indoor outdoor sole so you can wear them anytime, anywhere. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. And now you can get them for the best savings ever, only $49.98. Go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own My Slippers for only $49.98. That's $90 off. We have extremely low quantities, and once they're gone, they're gone. So order now.
0: Hey, y'all. Hey. We're Diamond and Silk. Mm-hmm. Join us Monday through Fridays, 9 p.m. Central, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on FrankSpeech.com, Lindell TV, with Diamond and Silk Chit Chat Live. That's right. Oh, it be going down over here. You know That's it. Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. Central, 10 p.m. Eastern. huh Hey. Hey. We want to see your face. Your face. In the place.
1: Boom.